Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Before we get into this video, everything I say is not motherfucking fact in this bitch, so don't take it as such. Girls can't take my motherfucking mouth, bitch. My mouth is real and it's raw and it's watchy, bitch. I'm gonna give the girls exactly what the fuck they asked for. The girls is going to know my wrath. Trust me. Hello and welcome to the Real Housewives of, um, hold on. <laughs> The Real Housewives of Potomac recap. It's been a minute since I've recapped these girls as they've been on a long-ass break, it seems. I see y'all had to edit that reunion the right way. The Karen Huger's wig the right way. Because y'all like to leave shit out. <laughs> but let's get into this recap. It'll be a short one because, like... I'm bored, and the, the reunion was just lackluster. I mean, I know we are only on part one, but <laughs> I'm ready for the next season already because, I mean, we know what we know. We don't need to rehash anything because I feel like the drama that goes on online when they do these interviews and so on. <coughs> excuse me. Hold on. Okay, now, not me Chokiana in this bitch. Um, Sharice, get up off of my throats. I know I was playing upon you in the past, but get your voodoo off of me. These past few weeks, you've been really trying it, and I know I've been eating you up this past season. But I was going to try to not say your name in this recap due to not seeing your face in this reunion part one. But I see your voodoo is slipping into this recap. So you got a little mention. But anyways, back to the topic at hand. I feel like all these interviews in between, which helps my content, but I feel like it takes away from, like when we get to the reunion, they've already done all this talking and explaining and stuff. Like I'm, I'm bored at this point. And the only thing I really want to see is Jacqueline go off on Mia. And then I want to see Chris, you know, confront Giselle. But like, do I really... But I'll do it for y'all. Um, anyways, let's finally get into this recap. And the first scene we get is Andy, like, packaging up Mia's cancer story, which we barely saw anything of. We saw it in the beginning, and then, like, it fickled out. Why didn't we see any of that? That could have been, like, inspirational and helpful to other people going through whatever she was going through, if we saw it, instead of the whole, like... Peter, you throwing water, hunching, like whatever was going on, Jacqueline, menage a trois, all that type of stuff. We could have skipped, even though I enjoyed it, we could have skipped and you really could have had like a moment. But instead, I feel like your highlight of the season was you throwing water and the Peter hunching, menage a trois, Jacqueline, couple, you and G, hunchiana, sherryana. Yeah, so yeah, wrote a clip, whatever. Look, we have to start out saying, yeah. I'm so happy to hear that you are healthy and cancer-free. Yes, yes, same, um, thank you. I'm not making, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut for y'all to jump upon me because I was gonna say, well, what do you have, girl? Because you said cancer and I know you cleared it up and said that you jumped ahead of yourself, but like, hold on, like, <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I did originally post something and then I had to go back and I changed it because I really quickly noticed that everybody thought that I said I had cancer, which I do not, thank God. And I am well, I'm alive, and I feel good. I, you know, but I'm still, you know, going through a lot and I am still in testing and whatever's going on with me, I will prayerfully be healed. Um, but, and I'm going to work through that and you guys get to see that. So what were you diagnosed with? 
So here's the thing. I actually am still under care and I am actually on medication. Um, we did find out that I do have Sorry, it's me interrupting per usual. Um, I'm confused on why Giselle is making such a sour face when I thought her and Mia were such good friends. Okay, not such good friends, but I feel like Giselle just gets to the reunion. She just says, fuck everybody but Robin. <laughs> like, she don't have nobody's back but Robin. So while fucking, ooh, ooh, excuse my mouth, <laughs> while Mia is explaining this cancer situation that Giselle should know already as a quote-unquote friend, she's making these sour faces. I don't know. I just feel like this whole situation of Mia having cancer and then not having cancer and then having swollen lymph notes or lymph notes, excuse my mouth. I'm twisting the words up, but I don't know what she got over here. Um, but you know, R.I.P. to, oh, not R.I.P. I meant to say prayers to her, prayers to her, prayers to her. Not R.I.P. now. Hold on. Don't y'all try to, don't y'all try to start no allegations. I'm trying to do something to Mia. I meant to say prayers to her, not no R.I.P. I do hope she figures out what is going on so we can figure out what's going on and support her accordingly. Yes. And so the cast can support her accordingly. Even though it probably will be fake support and fake love as they are all sitting there questioning her sickness. But let's move on. Okay, let's not move on. Roll the clip. Don't question certain things. I would never question. I never questioned her post about having like ADD, AD, whatever it is that you have. I didn't question. I just said, hey, baby. It's not. I we, appreciate the, it. The, the que your post was questionable. It raised questions. We were confused. That's a fair statement. When there's nothing confusing, there's nothing to be questioned, but we were confused. This is what cancer, no cancer looks like. It's interesting because you guys will see that there is a small segment of us who actually give her support and don't question her, and I'm one of the people in there, um, but it was questionable. We're talking about her social media posts. Oh, saying, as your friend, I want to let you know that it seems extremely like, look at me, look at me, I need attention. First post, I'll be honest, as a girlfriend scared me because I jumped to conclusions. Everybody reached out to me, and I thank you for that. Thank you, ladies. I was like, oh, okay. well, you, you should have told us because I, I was know. literally Man, crying my I not eyes only out reached you. out, yeah. I came over and I fed your family. So I want you to know, while the girls, let's be very clear. Don't get shady with my family. No, no, let's no, talk I about it though. If the cameras weren't rolling, we were friends. Either. But I came over and I checked on you from my heart and I fed your children and I spent time with you. But did All you come to feed my children so you can go back and tell everybody that you came to feed my children? No, but I would think that if you are having a health scare and I have been a true friend to you, that you would say, look, because Karen rode with me, Karen was there with me to, to the extent that I could be. So I was gonna say this though, um, I'm not hung up on that, okay? I do what I do, not for the cameras, but because I'm real. Ooh. So, the girls genuinely had questions, and you and I had actually talked. We, we, were, we were in a good place at that time. I think we'll see where we end up later. Um, and I'm hopeful that it will be in a good place. But their questions, I shared with you in advance that they had questioned you. And hold on, hold on. I'm just thinking that while I didn't agree with, you know, your, your channel of communication, I supported you and I never questioned once anything about your illness. I just asked you, what could I do to help you? Right, you Thank did you. Thank you. But for the record. it's my social media page, so I can post whatever I want to. Okay, enough of Mia. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I know you're going through it, girl, but enough. 
you know whatever okay so we move on to the next scene which they are talking about candace and chris and giselle the situation at hand with um you know i guess chris making giselle feel uncomfortable and i'm not you know taking away from her feelings but girl i don't think he made you feel uncomfortable let's just be real about it i just whatever roll the clip veronica from florida said candace i'm all for you defending your husband but you kept saying giselle accused him of sexual assault which she never did oh lord i can't so my friend was at the spring party Mm -hmm. and she said that you know chris was being a little bit flirty with her she was standing at the bar ordering a drink and he came up and he was like like okay hold on do andy really be asking these questions himself because i really i mean let's be real if somebody's saying that you grabbed their ass unwillingly isn't that like sexual assault so i feel like candace was right with what she said in the explanation that she was getting from ashley and giselle with the claims that they were saying that Chris was touching upon Giselle's friend and then touching upon Ashley's friend and then talking about that's what we all heard. No, that's what you made up in your mind, lady. See now, this is where we should have brought out Cookie Monster, lady. And I'm not calling her Cookie Monster because she looks like Cookie Monster. It's just that's what they are referring to her as is Cookie Monster. And I can't remember her name, so we're going to call her Cookie Monster. So, yeah, they should have brought out Cookie Monster and they should have brought out the other friend that said that Chris was touching the booty. Now, I know that would have been very messy, but I would have liked to see that get cleared up and see, you know, where did y'all get the inspiration to make that bullshit up? Because I know somebody had to put the bug in y'all ear i know y'all ain't want to be on the show that bad to say that chris was touching upon y'all and using chris i mean come on y'all couldn't use eddie that fine ass looking man okay <laughs> don't do eddie leave eddie alone um yeah let's get back into the show that ashley's friend was grabbed on the ass by him well his actions whether they were innocuous or not have been interpreted that way by a friend that looked like sesame street can we agree though that it probably is not the best idea for a married man to be in a hotel room with a single woman. Robin, 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 Robin. <laughs> Robiana, Miss Tapiana. Robiana, Tapiana, Strapiana, Dykeana. Robiana, Miss Dyke, 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 Dyke. The Dykeana. Miss Robiana, Miss Dyke, 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 Dyke. Robiana, Tapiana, Strapiana, Dykeana. Robiana. Tapiana, Miss Strapiana, the Dykeana, Miss Robiana, Miss Dyke, 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 Robiana, Tapiana, Strapiana, Dykeana, Robiana, the Dykeana, Robiana. I'm really happy for her to maybe have this opportunity to show some decorum to Robert up as she always does and be the Robert that we know her to be and handle her shit and stop deflecting. Hola, 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 Strapiana. Um, as the queen of reality television would say, Tiffany Pollard, New York. Yeah, um, you should have sat there and ate your motherfucking food and shut up because, girl, you're talking about married men or whatever nonsense you just said that came out of your mouth about a married man in a hotel room. Um, let's not you shh 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 
That's me shushing you, Rabiana. Can you clarify why she had a hotel receipt with Juan's name on it? Oh, wow, you want to get all into there. Okay, yeah. so I really don't want to give her this attention, but... Um, now, one last thing. She had also mentioned that you sent Juan a request via Zelle or something for $4,000, basically, I guess, insinuating that you were asking for the money in order to not go to the blogs or something to that. Can you speak on that? So the hotel receipt comes into play because for whatever reason, she decided that she wanted to fly to Maryland. Um, and she had told Juan that she was dating a Baltimore Ravens player. You feel like Juan gave her the story that she has regurgitated to all of us? Definitely. Okay. She's telling him she's flying to Maryland and he's like, okay, whatever. Um, but somewhere along the way, she she gets to Maryland, she's reaching out to him, she tells him she lost her wallet in the casino and she cannot pay for her hotel room. Yeah, it's a little outrageous, and I wish she would have put more thought into her statement because I am in Canada, I am a Canadian citizen, and in 2023, we don't have Zell. We don't accept Zelle. I can't request Zelle. I don't have access to that on my phone. There's other means of sending money um, for Canadians, and Zelle just is not an option, and everybody knows that. He feels bad for her. Um, apparently, she was, like, you know, really stressed out, really distraught. He feels bad for her. He goes to the hotel, puts his cart down at the, at the counter or whatever, and that's it. Yeah, Mrs. Strapiana. So let's not talk about married men in hotel rooms, okay? Tell your man to close his legs to marry one. No, okay, hold on. Not married woman. He's a married man. He needs to close his married man legs to marry a not married woman, but just women in general that are not Rabiana. But does it matter? Because Rabiana is with Giseliana. So what's really going on? What, what's happening? What's, can, how about this? How about y'all do this? Juan can go to Michael Darby and then Giselle can go to who she really needs to be with, which is Rabiana. But let's move the fuck on because I'm sick of talking about them, but we still going to talk about them anyways. <laughs> um, we see them talk about more of the situation of Chris and Giselle at hands and yeah, let's get, 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 get into it. It seemed like... A moment from the Victorian era or something that a man and a woman. Okay, let me interrupt because something about Andrew was just not, he's something about him. I just want him to shut up. Okay, so he's basically saying he doesn't understand how a man and a woman like can't go in a room together and it just not get turned into something else, which I completely understand, but not in these situations of like, I don't know if. I don't want my man in a room with somebody else. Okay, let me put it like this. For my case, I'm a Scorpio, so I'm overprotective. And while you may not have ill intentions, when I say you, I mean my man. I'm single, but if I had a man, he may not have ill intentions, but I don't know what your intentions are, okay? Because now look at this situation at hand, talking about how you feel uncomfortable. Chris is grabbing booties. I don't know. Maybe this whole situation of Chris asking Giselle to talk or whatever happened should have never happened. This is not me blaming Chris. I'm just saying, like, I know you thought Giselle was your friend, but that's not a person you should think is your friend. Because now look where we are and 
Look at the situation and the semantics of her making up this nonsense. But I guess Andy really can't relate too much because we've never really seen him in a relationship besides those twink bottoms he's lusting after on Watch What Happens Live and then when he goes to Fire Island and toots up that rotten up hole. But <laughs> let's move on. Two responsible adults can't go into a room together alone have to have a conversation. In light of Chris had DM'd Ashley and um, there was a situation in which Chris made me feel completely uncomfortable. What I heard was very disturbing. A comfort zone that does not exist for you where Chris is concerned, and Correct. Chris thinks that you're more comfortable than you are. Correct. Candace said Giselle is, quote, dead to me, and since the cause of death was Giselle and Chris Bassett's conflicting reports of what happened after last year's reunion, I want to see if Giselle can help me fill in the blanks. What was your response to Chris saying he's 99% sure that when he asked to talk, you were the one that suggested your room? That's a lie. If that were the case, there'd be no issue with it. I'd have nothing to tell Candace. I said, Giselle, can we talk? And she said, yeah, let's go to my room. So she suggested going to your room. 99% uh, sure. You think she in never, in fact, felt uncomfortable? No, no, no. She oh. literally I feel got, like both of us, yes. Hush strap. Can your bottom talk? Can Candace talk? Hush strap, hush strap, hush strap. You've hush until it's your time to talk about wine. How about that? I don't want to hear, I don't really want to hear you say not a goddamn thing until you explain the lies you've been, or not lies, your Casper storyline that we didn't get to see of the mistress this season. Yeah, hush until we get to that. We got and in you SUV told me this. and the first thing she said to yes. me was, Chris asked me to have a private conversation in my bedroom. And you told me And that. I did not feel comfortable. So what about him saying, I asked him to go to the room? That's a lie. While I'm talking to Candace, she and her said, oh, are you mad? And I literally, I said, we'll talk about it later. So she knew I wanted to talk already. She already knew I wanted to talk. Um, so yes, we went in and we talked. And basically the gist of what I said, she says I complained about my wife. First of all, as a married man and someone who has been in a few relationships, I know better than as a married man to complain about my wife to a single woman. That already sets a bad tone. So I didn't complain about my wife. Not at all. What I said was, I didn't like this. I don't think you guys are communicating well. I don't think you're on the same page. We cannot keep having seasons where there is so much bickering. People will get tired of it. Y'all need to figure this shit out and come together. And we need to have a fun and uplifting season. Yes, there's going to have to be some drama because that's what people love. But it's got to be a better season. It can't keep going like this. I'm going to tell Candace. I'm going to have you and Robin over for dinner, and the three of y'all are going to figure this shit out. And that's what I talked about. That's it. And that went on for, uh, man, like 10, 12 minutes, maybe. And then she did, she did say, you know, we've been talking for a while. Can you see if they're ready? And I said, absolutely. And I went to go check, and as I was walking out the door, there was somebody right there coming to get her anyway, and that was that. As a viewer... Okay. It seemed like you had a really nice relationship with Chris. Yeah. Were you worried about damaging his reputation? Looking back on the dance studio moment, do you wish you approached that whole Chris situation differently, knowing that it would eventually result in the kind of like demise of your friendship? I approached it 
approached that situation. I thought about that. I, I approached it. Very, I, I chose all my words carefully. I didn't add any like extra drama and hot sauce and tea to it, which I know how to do very well. And I didn't do that because we were friends. Now we're no longer friends. So I can real get to the, get to the tea and the nitty gritty of it all. And I, you know, and that's what the reunion is for. That's her uh, MO. Again, Damage every again. man's mm. reputation if, because she is mad okay. that her stinks. Giselle has a, a history and there's a reputation there of her being fast um, in her past and her being um, loose in her past. This, this is, these are facts. I'm not making this up. Um, so, you know, I see her flirting with Chris and it's like, oh, popping, just popping. That's cute. It never. You said po thing or poke thing. Po. Oh. P o apostrophe. Po. <laughs> po thing. That's it's it's just you you can't you can't ask for for more from from someone who can only give you less than half. Like I I can't. It never bothered me. So he may be attracted. She's a beautiful woman. I'm attracted to Giselle. She's a beautiful woman. Like, I'm attracted she's, she's to Giselle. A beautiful woman. Giselle's gorgeous. Okay. Yes, I agree. L listen, she's beautiful, but a shell is a shell, okay? And shells often have funky insides, and that's one. <laughs> Let me go back to the beginning. Giselle, the, the criticism was that you waited until cameras were up mm -hmm. and this could have been dealt with before. You could have called me and you didn't because no. you wanted to wait for no. an opportunity to do it on a platform that true. would cause the most hurt to someone who has never been anything true. but kind to you. And that is what this that's not that true. is what Hello, hello, baby. It's me interrupting again. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say, yeah, this could have been avoided, okay? You felt uncomfortable with Chris, and I know sometimes I feel awkward. Okay, I'm going to tell y'all story time. One time I was walking down the street, and this woman came up and grabbed my penis, and I guess she was thinking that I was, like, going to ask her, can we go somewhere and I pay her? That's what it was giving. But my ass froze up instead of smacking her to the ground. Not that I want to smack a woman. I'm just saying, like, I can't believe she sexually assaulted me in the middle of the street. But I understand, back to Giselle, how people can freeze up in certain situations. But I feel like she could have jokingly said maybe, hey, girl. Oops, Yana, I forgot Chris. Ain't no girl. I meant to say, hey, Chris, friend. Ooh, maybe we should have this conversation later when Candace is around, maybe, you know. I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression. Or, you know, after the situation happened, you maybe tell Candace what happened because you guys were friends and Chris was cooking for you guys all the time. Or not cooking for you all the time, but you wanted his food. And now all of a sudden, you thinking he wanted your cookie box. Your food, girl. Now, I'm not making it like Giselle is some ugly, rotten, sour puss because she gives, she serves. She is a pretty woman. She can't dress, that's all. She just needs a good glam team like Garcelle. Oh, let me not do too much. Uh -huh. Um, But Giselle, I just, this whole Chris situation with her and him, it's just really, it's confusing on how it got turned sour. Like, what, there, I don't know, whatever, this... Girl, you should have just came up with a new storyline for this season because this one didn't help you out. I think we would all be able, including the viewers, to give Giselle the benefit of a doubt to say that that's true. However, there has now become a clear pattern. Ooh, yes, Pastor Wendy. You better say a word in here today as Candy would say, speak on it. Yes, okay, because Giselle is always coming after somebody else to deflect from her storylines.
that she doesn't have. And I guess, I mean, come on, I mean, <laughs> I'm stuttering in this bitch. She has had some storylines that we could have covered, like what happened with her defunct businesses. I mean, everybody goes out of businesses. That's just life. We could have seen how she dealt with that. But instead, we have her creating nonsense, which makes her in turn look bitter, sour, and just like a mean girl. When she could just really be living her best life. She could come out and open a turtleneck business and come out with Robiana and live her best life. I'm playing. I'm not trying to dyke shame, but I'm just saying, like, I get the energy that they rather be with each other than rather who Robin is with, which is Juan pretending to whatever. Um, Let's get into this montage of basically Wendy proving her point of Giselle just starting stuff with people's husbands. No storyline. Per usual, how many seasons in? Same storyline from her. Whatever, girl. No one talks about relationships except for the fact that Giselle constantly attacks our husbands. So when you attack our husband, we return serve by saying, how can you attack us when we have no one in your life to even attack? Why would you bring a lie on this platform if you know it's a lie? Because you're breathing life into it by bringing it up on the show. So that's why she is Giselle Lax Bryant. Because (laughs) you can't attack somebody if you lack that thing that you're attacking in that other person. Her point was specifically that you're putting something out there about her husband that's not true. Don't attack my husband. Yeah. Because that's something I do not play with. Why are you looking at me? I'm looking at you because it was your ass having the conversation with Ashley. Did you tell her what I said? So I'm putting your ass on notice. Mm. Because what you're not going to do, let's be very clear, is you're not going to play with my husband's name. Don't with my family. If anyone was truly concerned, you Mm. can call me. And no one has. So when you sit here on your soapbox and try to say, I'm not getting through to you, no, you're not going to get through to me. Because if you really wanted to, you could have a one-on-one and call me. So let's not play the theatrics because I'm not here for that shit today. I think it's it's always funny to hear her say that people are insecure when she's really the most insecure person in our group. She deflects all the time. She never wants to talk about her issues. And she does things to purposely hurt people. Yes, Iana, Wendy, Iana, you better clock Iana, the T, okay? Because Giselle, all she do is talk about everybody else and none of her business, which, I mean, she is on The Real Housewives of Potomac and she lives in Potomac, right? And she is holding a flute, right? So shouldn't we know about her life, right? And not her digging into everybody else's. If that's the case, she might as well just be a friend of. How about that? Okay. Until next week of part two of the Real Housewives of Potomac recap. I will see you then. And thank you guys for watching. And if you guys have not watched the Real Housewives of New Jersey recap already, check that out. Because, you know, I got into your little fave, Melissa, Anna. And some of y'all are not happy, but y'all just going to have to deal with it. Okay. Okay psych we're not over but on a real note ending with that i know mia did say um i'm going back to her i said i didn't want to talk about her but she did say girl get off my tongue sharice i don't want to see her in part two but i will say she did look kind of good um everybody who i thought looked bad on photos they look good on the video if that makes sense yeah except for okay Mother, I don't think I was quite a fan of Karen's look. It was the lace that was sh- Okay, I'm not gonna- ooh, ooh, I'm not gonna do too much because that is the grand dame. But I gotta be honest, I really was not a fan of Mother's look. 
who really ate for me and I already talked about these reunion looks but now fully seeing everything and watching it for an hour and so on uh, I think Wendy was the best dress Let's just give it up to her. She looked beautiful. I didn't really like it before. I thought it was too much. I thought it gave Real Housewives of Dubai because they do too much. But seeing it there, I'm like, okay, I like it. But yeah, I noticed Wendy said also that she wanted to. Your guys, this is like an extended cut. Yes, per. Okay, back to my original point. The ADHD jumped out in this bitch. I'm not sure if you, I'm actually sure you guys could tell because I started off talking about Mia and I switched to the reunion looks. But back to Mia, I would have loved to see more of her um, cancer situation journey just because she could have inspired somebody else who's going through whatever she is going through, like I said earlier. Um, but then I saw something where she said, also, well, saw something. I saw the reunion like y'all did. <laughs> At the reunion, she said that she would have loved to um, show herself on the stretcher going into the ER like Wendy did when she had her little surgery or what. Not little, I'm not downplaying it, but I forget what she had. So excuse my memory, not my tongue or you know what I mean. Anyways, so is that an editor's fault? Is that the producer's fault? Like, why didn't we get to see your journey with what went on? Don't blame Wendy and get sour with her. You know what I mean? Okay, now I'm on the right track, baby. Okay, come on. You know, I love some Lady Gaga. No, but um, also... I didn't talk about Ashley and the Michael Darby thing because, like, what's the point? We didn't get to see him this season. We saw the cute babies, and I'm getting sick of y'all talking about kids. Like, why are y'all talking about Ashley's kids? It's getting weird. Y'all are old, grown folks. And then it's like, y'all are comparing babies to old people to be funny. Like, it's not to be like, oh, cute. It's like, y'all trying to be funny. <laughs> and I'm not trying to face shame, but sometimes I want to be like, what do y'all look like? What do you, like, not y'all, because I know the people listening in that are on this channel, they're giving the fuck down. I know y'all are serving, okay? And the people, I'm just talking about the trolls talking about babies. Like, that's just weird to me. I don't know. Uh, I don't have kids, but I feel like if someone was talking about my kids, like, especially, like, a baby, like, that's just so weird. I get they are on a reality show, so it's, like, up for discussion, but I just don't know why, like, you would want to talk about a baby. Like, that's just so weird, and then you're posting. I don't know. I just see some weird stuff on Twitter, and it's just so odd to me, but yeah. So, thank you guys for listening to this extended cut. Um, yeah, I thought I was ending it earlier, but here I went ending it later um yeah Burr, bye <laughs>